What is up, guys? This is Nikki from the Moto Minded Podcast. We are presented by Moto Delivered. Episode four. We just wrapped up the last few rounds of Supercross racing, so this is going to be kind of a wrap-up show after all of that excitement. Uh, also, like we had discussed at the end of the last episode, we've got a new segment called Movies and Moto. We're going to be chatting about a classic moto flick, Terraforma 1, so hopefully you guys got a chance to check that out. I want to thank you guys for tuning in every few weeks. We've gotten some great feedback. We're going to keep the episodes coming. Even though most of the discussion in these first few episodes has been mostly about the Supercross coverage, we've got some great interviews lined up, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy the conversations we have with uh, some of these upcoming guests. So stay tuned for that. The next episode should be up in a couple weeks. But for now, let's jump into it with my co-host, Miles, as we discuss the final rounds of Supercross and jump into that amazing piece of moto film history, Terraforma 1. Let's go. All right, guys. I am back with my co-host, Miles. We have just officially wrapped up all of the Supercross racing which we're going to chat about on this episode. And like I had mentioned earlier, we're going to, uh, on, the, on the last episode, we're going to dig into Terraforma 1, a true classic in motocross film. And uh, yeah, so we'll just get digging into this. But first, a celebratory um, opening of my beer Ooh, because crisp. we just wrapped up uh, yeah, a crispy, a crisp brew. Uh, some good racing and we're we're gonna talk all about it guys but first gotta take a swig of this what is that that you're going with there oh it is shoots <sighs> dis shoots dis shoots uh, a northwest classic dis shoots i got the fresh haze ipa mm. it's a tasty one mm. so pairs well with supercross i've heard yeah it does it goes down smooth uh yeah so we've got and uh just to give you guys kind of a you know um Kind of a glimpse of what we're going to go over in this one. So uh, we wrapped up uh, round 15 and 16. Uh, 15 was West Coast for the 250s. Uh, 16 was East Coast. And then 450s stayed the same throughout both rounds. We're only going to go into both of these rounds a little bit because, you know, we all watch the racing. Uh, There's just some some highlight stuff we want to go over and chat about. Uh, Some drama as well. Uh, mainly in 15, because, you know, mm-hmm. the West Coast, it got a little weird and fun uh, for the uh, round 15. And then lots went down in, in 17, the East-West shootout for the 250s, and then uh, 450 stuff was pretty interesting, too. So I know, Miles, you had a few things you want to chat about. Let's start with uh, round 15 uh, with the West Coast and the 250s, and uh, I'll, I'll send it over to you, Miles. Yeah. Um. Yeah, West Coast is the best coast, and the 250s proved that this week. So, yeah, the round 15 to your point, like 15 and 16, I won't hit up too much on 16, but for round 15, the Forkner, Jet Lawrence, I don't know what you want to call it, battle, drama, just drama is building. Uh, And they didn't even wait until the first heat to get it popping. So basically, like, uh, Forkner, like Jet Lawrence gets the coolest hole shot where he's like just hanging off the back. It looks so clean, takes it a little long. And then Forkner clearly could have just ran a clean line instead of like, I'm going to make sure and push this dude into a bail in the first corner. Which he continues, he continues to do. And you guys, and I'm, hate- not, I'm not, I'm not going to hide it. He's not my favorite. I do not like <laughs> Forkner that much. But I mean, I'm not going to yeah. try to sugarcoat yeah. it. But anyone who goes that far out of their way, uh, he's it, so in good that, at it, though. He, it's it's definitely a strong suit. Dude, I'd say like, it's if probably I, the thing he's best at in a video game. If you like listed his skills, like he has such accuracy with how he bangs the back tire into people. So it was it was skillful. Was it a dick move? Yes, but was it skillful? Also, yes. Um, so that was yeah. just so stoked for Jet. Though probably the coolest visual was him just again hanging it off like full bike length ahead on the two fifties, and then that 
bumping in the first corner, but super cool start <laughs> to the 250s. And it was just like, this is the East stuff, like we talked about, kind of got a little boring. So like, I'm literally 15, 16, and 17. I was more excited to watch 250 West Coast than I was You're the 450. You're not alone in that. Like anybody listening to this, you... We did not get more excited about the East Coast and the West Coast. <laughs> Nobody did. But the racing was just like... I don't care if you're from... A billion times better yeah, for the West Coast. You're lying to yourself if you think the East Coast is more entertaining. True. Um, but yeah, I just... I'm a huge fan of Jet. And that was just really cool to see him just kind of starting to click some stuff together towards the end there and to really be going bar to bar with Faulkner. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and he, got, he got his redemption, though. A few turns later, he, he bumped Faulkner straight off uh, right before the finish line. Yeah. No, some great retaliation. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that. Uh, uh, you know, when, when one guy gets gets over on the other, it, it is good to see that come back full circle and that, that happened in that first heat. So that was cool to watch. So uh, there was, what else? What else ha- yeah. went, uh, went on he in these the races? Heat too. McAdoo looks good. Again, he's aggressive as shit. And I really like it. It's fun to watch. Like he's kind of like Forkner, but in a more fun way. For some reason, I yeah. like him more when he does it. He's just kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, don't fuck with me. And is this um, the one 250 Heat 2 that uh, Ferrandis, he made like a bobble, like in the beginning? Like oh, turn? No, no, no. That's, um, that's the last round in the Heat where he where he gets all piled up, you mean? No, he he went off the side and like uh, uh, yeah, got yeah. into some soft stuff or something, I think. Yeah, I think he might be right. But I think he... He does all right in that one <clears throat> in this yeah. round. I didn't really have much notes for the heat too. It's just kind of like McAdoo looks good. Exclamation point. <laughs> so great journalism. Yeah. Um, I do have to say 450 heat one, the deuce deuce got a top three start. And that's always good when and the I deuce just deuce. Always, yeah. It's better for the, the sports in a good place whenever the deuce deuce is running in the top five. Yeah. yeah and then what it blows. Yeah. What? He won? Yeah, so Wilson, which is my dude, him and Blos get... So it's Deuce, Deuce, Blos, and Wilson are, like, battling. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, like, you know it's a good heat. Um, but also, kind of wild card in there is Davalos, dude. Gets the rookie of the year, and, like, it, we'll talk about it in 16 and 17, but he's literally in heat races and in mains being up in the front, which just didn't see that happening. No. I don't think anybody did, but he's been in the game for so long. I, how he was in two fifties forever, though. He was in two fifties, yeah. I think. For <laughs> that's why they're like, I don't know. I think he year. maxed like, it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like rookie of the year. Can you be a rookie of the year when seven? Like, I don't think that's. I guess it's still he's the first one. Yeah, he's the first one. <laughs> he's like the kid got that got held back for super long, and then is like, <laughs> yeah. like an all star on the on the sports team on the sports teams and you're like yeah he's 18 yeah. and this is sixth grade yes that's exactly what davalos looks like um yeah but yeah wilson gets squirrely at the end and then davalos or blows blos blows gets him blos 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 is i believe his first name is blossy um but yeah. he gets he gets it so not much there but seven deuce deuce gets out front holds everybody up it was great yeah no, that was fun to watch. That was that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, what else? What else? Uh, um, I guess let's go to the mains. Yeah, let's chat about the main the main action. Um, Forkner again. Get two fifty main bangy again. Does does another another dirty pass? Who was that on? It was I, on I just had the, Oh, okay. and so That's literally, right. like Ricky's like, well, I think he wanted to take him out there. <laughs> Just basically, like he'll be disappointed himself that he didn't actually. You don't say, yeah, Ricky. You don't <laughs> yeah. say. He's like, yeah, you know, he's tried to try to get him to go down there, but just couldn't get it to happen. And I'm like, maybe this has always been a part of the sport, and maybe I'm just missing. Like, I know there's like you do what you gotta do to get out front, but is it just me, or is that never part of the strategy of like, oh yeah, you're down in points. It's not that you just need to win. You actually need to make sure he gets worse than tenth. So just wreck his shit has that always been a part of this am i it's like karate kid yeah. you know it's like he he goes down <laughs> yeah. you know like they're, Sweet they're just like he yeah he stays down that's like the goal yeah um i and i don't i gotta give it up i because they uh, uh at the ceremonies or what afterwards brandis brandis was super cool about yeah. it i mean he got taken out and i mean brandis is like you know he he was like i've done the same exact thing yeah essentially that's that's what he said and i was like that's pretty stand-up yeah. you know he wasn't being dramatic about it he's just you know 
he put the pass on totally. me when he needed to and you know i've done the same thing yeah so and my whole thing is and maybe this is just where i'm at like if i'm describing the sport to someone like you get physical if you have to that's the only way you can pass right like in that moment like to make this pass you got to get a little squirrely but there's sometimes with yeah. with working where i'm like he could have made that same pass clean brandis wasn't trying to battle there he was like go ahead and take it because i got the points is yeah do, in your opinion is it all fair game to try to make the contact to make him fall so you can get a bigger points gap is that no i don't is think that, so is everyone um, gonna go yeah no totally get it or is everyone gonna go that was a dick move in my head that's a dick move if you again if you have to get physical because there's a small passing lane or like you're you're farther behind in the corner you got to cut him off to try to make the pass shit happens and it gets buck and it's really hard to do it at that at those speeds but when it's clear the person's letting you go Brandis is up high on the berm you easily the, it's, he's above the rut and you just go out of your way to push him over it yay or nay i think it's unnecessary i i, I think it's completely unnecessary now i know that depending on the track it can vary you know yeah, like yeah. sometimes you gotta pull yeah, yeah. moves yeah. especially if the track's super tight yes. but i don't know as much as that as much as some unnecessary drama happens i think guys do that stuff on purpose and yeah. we we saw quite a bit of that in the end in the last few rounds yeah, we'll talk about in 17 stuff. like makaroth kind of does it to sex and where they tries to hold him up and do weird shit i'm just like just ride just win the thing i think it's good i think it's good for tv yeah, it's yeah. good for like racing but i mean if it was me getting passed on like that i mean it's not a stand-up thing to do i mean i think it's pretty clear when guys mean to do yeah. it and they don't yep. especially when they're looking over you know, like they look up and it's subtle. <laughs> yeah. It's subtle. But if you look at these guys, they look over and they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They're that good on a bike and they can turn it on a dime. They are completely in control of everything that that bike does. I mean, for the most part, you know, sometimes it gets sketchy. But so, I mean, I, I, I have mixed emotions, but I think it really... <laughs> As as bad as it is to say, I think it depends on who does it. Hundred you know, like, percent. Faulkner does it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, Ricky exactly. does it. I'm, he I just wants to way. win. You know what I'm saying? He's a champion. That's what champions do. He's a champion. Champions hey. do that. That's what champions do. <laughs> He's gonna go down history as the greatest of all time. It's, you can do what you gotta do. Um, yeah. All right, it's enough ragging on Forkner. We'll wait for the next round yeah. to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, the the highlight of the 250s. Lawrence gets Jet gets his first podium. Tears, Australian. First podium. What do you, he got third? He got third. Yeah, third. He got third. So it was uh, Forkner, Frandis, and then Jet, which, and he battled back. He got a shit start. So he, he did. didn't just he get got a terrible third. Start. He passed McAdoo from like being back. So it's like he was clearly running at, at, at speed with the top dudes. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he passed uh, McAdoo and Mosman yep. uh, for, that, for that finish. So I'm just stoked. I think next year, yeah. I totally agree with you. Next year is is his year. He's going to make it happen. He's going to be the guy by Supercross season. I don't know what will happen with outdoors. I think he'll do well, but I think he's still going to be building building that um, strength. Who knows? He might be. He kind of holds it wide, like Dude, like good outdoor, outdoor guys do. So he's sixteen. So the fact that he's competing with Verandas and Ferguson right now is is uh so cool like next year he got his license he got his license to drive and his pro car at the same exact time <laughs> that's insane yeah but I mean obviously Verandas probably won't be there next year but it's cool to know that the 250 is gonna be fun to watch once again it will be it will be great 450 there's one story and one story only Roxon's comeback K Rock K Rock man we're all we're all rooting for Dude. him I so mean, cool. most people are rooting for him. And he takes a W. And this was during the whole shingles thing, too. <laughs> yeah, so. and I think we characterized it last episode. I want to clarify. We were like, oh, his breathing thing is shingles related. But it seems as though from the announcements and from what the announcers are saying, two separate things. He's got... And as, they are scientists, so they would know. Yeah, Ricky clearly has a medical... He's a doctor. He has a medical Everyone background. Everyone knows it's Dr. Ricky Carmichael. He's just not pompous like that, so he wouldn't bring that up on, on live TV. But Dr. Richard Carmichael. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Dr. Richard Carmichael said that uh, he's got asthma, like asthma symptoms, and then he got shingles on top of it, which maybe, maybe Ken's just really trying to sell this thing as to like why this was so impressive. But still, he's, he's layering the illnesses on top of each other and then comes back and just destroys. No, that was so impressive. Uh, everybody was, I mean, 
I know everybody I was watching it with. It was it was pandemonium when he won that. That was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing to watch. Yeah, it was just cool. I thought he was out of it. And then to your point, that was cool. And then Tomac almost goes down first corner, but he saves it. So avoids that drama, which is kind of the theme of Tomac. Yes. Let's see how far back Tomac can start from and do decently. Yeah, and I don't want to stay on this episode, but we're not going to talk about 16 too much. So we'll, I'll go quick on 16. But um, also Anderson's just the shittiest day ever when he has crashes in the first corner and then gets going and then gets stuck in the other dude's bike. Isn't that this? That was this heat, I think, or this main. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. He's just like, he's just standing there, not even trying to touch the bike. Just like, I saw a meme that was like uh, the, you know, the uh the supervisor of a construction site like he's everyone's just trying to rip yeah. his bike out of it yeah. he's just like, i think i think i sent you that i think i was the one who yeah. sent you that <laughs> so yeah true. he's standing watching everybody pull their bikes he's just off, like dude this fucking day's like, done well, yeah yeah if you guys get it uh, oh cool go ahead and uh grab a full throttle there and just rip my bike right into your fender and i'm done mm-hmm. so that was 15 that was around yeah. 15 15 done and dusted uh 16 like we we said it's relatively boring we'll, we'll touch on kind of some of the stuff in the main Guess what happens in the 250s there was some good stuff McElrath and sexton mm. who would have known um yep sexton takes McElrath, bangs him up a little bit gets the win over McElrath. it is textbook Woo-hoo. textbook east coast sexton wins oh dude. that's it <laughs> that that's 250 <laughs> heats and mains there you go what about when uh, Ralph calls the race the lap before it's actually over? Really? He, <laughs> yeah, he's like, and he takes the win. And then it's like, oh, no, they actually have a lap left. <laughs> you got one job, Ralph. It was like it was like that episode of The Office when Michael announces the wedding. He's like, I now pronounce to you Mr. and Mrs. Bob Vance. And then like the they still had to do the other part of the nuptials. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was like. Oh my God, dude. I love Ralph. It was glorious. I don't know if you caught that, but I, I had, I mean, Ralph Shaheen, he's my favorite. Dude. He's pure gold. I love him, man. We tried to, you know, everyone that talks shit on Ralph Shaheen, just remember the random Aussie dude we had at the beginning of the season, okay? We, we could yeah. go back to that, okay? So let's all just be thankful for the Ralph that we have. I'm super thankful. I mean, he gives me st- plenty of stuff to talk about on here. I mean, we're going to have to have him on as a guest <laughs> oh. at some point. And just, oh. oh, man, if we could queue up all of the absurd things that he said <laughs> over time, I would spend the time oh, to, my God. to put that together. Yeah, we could do some digging. What was the one we were talking about the other day? He's pointing at his eyes and his head and saying, use your eyes, use your head. <laughs> use your eyes and use your head. And... Both. Use your head. He digs deep, that guy. He's been in the game for a long time, so he knows. He knows what he's talking about, that guy. All right, well, um, and then... Oh, Wilson won the heat. Main. Wilson won a heat race. Oh, yeah, Wilson. Wilson got the W in the 450 heat yeah. one, which was amazing. That makes me happy. I'm a big Wilson fan. Another guy that a lot of us are rooting for, underdog, and he got a W in the, at least in the heat. Anderson. Anderson gets the win in uh, the second 450 heat, but he said uh, again on the podium, he said, uh, or the after race deal, he said he's feeling like a bridesmaid. <laughs> okay. Did you catch that? I, I saw the, yeah, a bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just had a note that I wrote down. I said, I respect that. And I do. <laughs> like, I mean, if you're willing to just admit that you're, that's your role. It's, it's a very. In the moto yeah. world. It's a very non-moto dude thing to say. Absolutely. But Anderson's also a very That's non-moto true. That's dude. That's true. I mean, he's very counter counterculture, yeah. which I appreciate about yeah. him. He's a cool guy. He keeps cab. it chill. He does. He keeps it very chill. Um, about 450 mains. I mean, pretty normal stuff. Again, 16 was kind of... Snooze fest, dude. Snooze Anderson gets fest. the whole shot. Tomek has a shit start, but I think he's just trying to play it safe, not crash. Tomek charges back. He gets packed Roxin and just hangs off in second. Webb kind of holds him off, so it's Webb, Tomek, Roxin. Kind of a kind of what you expected to for Tomek not to go too crazy, just to kind of get a decent start, play it safe, and then not let pull the dungeon. Yeah, pull the old dungeon move. Yeah, he he's getting real consistent, that guy. But um, yeah, just very vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla bean type of flav. 
But that's what gets that. That's what gets wins. It is man. consistency. Yeah. Don't why risk getting your front tires taken out in the first corner? Just get into a tenth. He knows he can charge back from tenth to top five. That's all I needed. He ends up getting to second. So yeah, he does exactly what he needs to do to set himself up for the championship. So yep, good job. Spoilers. Spoiler. I said set himself up. <laughs> like everybody who's up. listening to this hasn't actually seen the finals. Yeah, if you haven't seen it by like, now. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it, Miles. Jeez. I know. They come here first and then everybody they watch waits. the Super <laughs> Motors. They wait a full week. I can't watch until I get the play by play. They've been waiting to watch on the Moto Minded podcast. They haven't even watched round 15 yet. They're like two weeks behind just waiting because, like, dude, I got to hear their breakdown first. A lot of people wait. A lot of people wait for this show before they watch any Supercross. So. Yeah, smart, smart people. All right. Uh, 17 East-West shootout in the 250s. Championship. And 450 championship. Uh, all the things happened. <laughs> I mean, so much good stuff in this one. So much stuff happened uh, in the 250s and the 450s. I mean, everybody's eyes were on the 250s to see what was going to happen there. What were some of the highlights for you? I mean, I guess early on in the day. Okay. 250 heat one, east coast heat. So you put all the east boys in one heat. And the, the east side the boys. East side boys. So called. Sexton and Nichols are getting a little choppy. And he tries, Sexton tries to do the pass. And then he comes and he jumps in on that corner. And then Nichols sees him as like, I'm going to midair block pass this because that's the <laughs> or not block pass, but I'm just going to cut off the line while you're in the air. So I know you can't slow down. And then they just exactly what I was talking to you about earlier. He looks over. Oh, yeah. And this one isn't even no, subtle. No, he looks over straight at Sexton. And well, Sexton's in the air at that point. <laughs> yeah. So he veers over and then Sexton lands straight on uh, Nichols handlebar. Yeah. Where did I just want to know where did Nichols want? Where did he think this was going to go? Do you think he made the calculated decision that that maybe he thought that he was going to be on the ground at some Mm. point before they got into that turn? I don't know. I it was a quick decision, a bad one. Yeah, he's clearly got Sexton clearly has the line now. Ricky called out a good point. Probably not a good spot to put yourself in a position where someone can do that. Like just ride it out. You didn't need to do that there. Um, no. but clearly bad decision by Nichols as well. Don't, don't put your bike underneath people that are in the air. Just don't do it. They go down and then like Sexton gets back up, gets second or whatever or first. I forget what it was. And then Nichols like limps across the line. Like he clearly got the worst of it and barely gets the ninth spot or like the eighth or ninth spot and yeah. like makes the cut. Almost doesn't even, but almost he, like, doesn't even make it. he was just like putting. I think, I don't know if he assumed he already missed the cut. Or what? Or if he was just banged up or what? But yeah. Almost doesn't I would make assume maybe his bars are bent. I mean, I don't <laughs> see how someone <laughs> doesn't come from that high and bend your bars. But I mean, I don't know. I That's another move. Like, I, I don't hate on nickels, but I thought that was a perfect example of like what I would think is not okay to do. You, you just, if, yeah. if I just don't <sighs> get it there. It's a bummer that both of them went down because I think. You know, Nichols deserved yeah. the, the bad karma on that yeah, one. And also, it's like, but. it's a heat. You're not in a points battle with this dude. Maybe he's just trying to do a solid. But here, the teammate. Yeah. The teammate thing is where Ooh, I started okay. thinking. You're thinking like a... So he was, he's like the sacrificial lamb, you know? He's mm-hmm. the one, he's like, well, I'm going to sacrifice myself so that, you know, McElrath can win the overall. That's quick thinking of him to be... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I get it. Like, that's the only thing that makes any... But that's a team yeah. thing. Nichols is a minute. Yeah. Hey. His teammate is. Yeah. Maybe they said hold him up and, and Nichols was like, okay. So, literally hold him in the air. So, just so get underneath just him. just let him land on me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'll, I'll risk it all. I'm hearing let him land on me. <laughs> so, I'm going to do I that. can't wait till they actually have the radios and the helmets. And we can get that audio where he's like, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let him land on me here. Don't, don't. Ah, oh, shit. He did it. Don't, don't, we this talked is the about third the landing time he's done this. Yeah, you're not an object to be landed on. Stop it. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, 250 West Heat. Only gets better. Only gets better. But uh, for Andis, this is the one. This is the pileup yep. we yep. were talking about. He gets in a pileup, has to start from dead last. So, and what did he finish? He got he like one spot the... out of the, the qualifying. He got 10th. Yeah, he did pretty well. 
He did pretty well. But I don't know if you saw this. Did you see Forkner's pass on Oldenburg? No. Dude. I didn't. So you talk about Forkner's sketch moves, dude. Him and somebody else are battling. I forget who it was. And then Oldenburg like oh, jumps I think in the I middle do of remember this, dude. This. Yeah, and then like Forkner sees him and like a angry bulldog dude does the same like Jet Lawrence front tire swipe on Oldenburg. Was it, the, it was it was the um it was the one where he rocketed into the yeah. corner like and had no intention of making the turn. Uh, no, it was, was actually that coming that? out of it. So like they like Oldenburg jumps into the corner because like Forkner's bad with a guy and, and he kind of holds up Forkner and Forkner's pissed about that. And then Oldenburg jumps in the middle of him. And then mm. Forkner kind of like undercuts him and then just like squares across the straightaway and just drives. Yeah, that he beelines yeah, it. And just yeah, pushes I remember, Oldenburg. I remember something yeah, like that. just takes him right into the hay bale. Just like the most. That's the stuff. I just, I have a I hard time. It. Like you talk about racing. It's like, I can't like that, dude. If you're that dirty, could you imagine? Could you imagine if Ferrandez did oh, that? Oh, God, dude. Like how has how has Forkner not gotten a suspension? I mean, it doesn't matter. The last that, round. To me, that was pretty blatant. It's like, oh, you just gotta flip someone like a bunch of times, and that's yeah. when it. You gotta, you gotta. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, de- I'm not devaluing <laughs> like the what happened with Ferrandez yeah, 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 isn't yeah. bad. Like I'm, I, I obviously am a fan of Ferrandez, and not so much, but of um, Forkner, but like. Come on, dude. dude. Like, this dude is going, no intention of making <laughs> Again, any turn. Like he's clearly going to pass Oldenburg, too. It's not like this is like, oh, you got to get him right here. Not again. Forkner ain't fucking around. He's trying to get it done when he can get it done. And so he does a good job. But yeah, I mean, he takes the dude. And it's just like, go watch that one back again because it's, I found it comical. That is, I did remember. I just didn't remember what part of the track it was. But I remember being like, I, I've. I was watch, watching it with a few other people. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Why did <laughs> this, this kid just keeps yeah, doing it's this? Not it doesn't even matter t- yeah, who it is. Saying. He just gets It mad. wasn't like Ferrandis was doing it. And he's like, oh, okay, got to secure the points here. He's just like, hey, random dude that's not even going to mess with me in the mains. I'm going to take you out. He just gets in like these rage blackouts where he's like, well, checking but out. Yeah, he gets angry. Because I'm going to take somebody wide or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, he makes me a little bit mad. He makes yeah, me a little frustrated. mad. I got frustrated. But um, and then apologize for any Forkner fans <laughs> out there. I mean, I'm sure he's a good kid. But like, dude, race, I watched race like you're supposed to race. I mean, be respectful. I, you know, we've been talking about Forkner a lot, and so I was like, he came up on I, like Instagram with an IG live, and I just watched it for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I liked him less. You know, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not gonna hate on him. He's a good dude. I just, you know, he's just not not my right vibe. Um, but yeah, Hunter Lawrence, uh, Francis has to go LCQ. Hunter Lawrence has to go LCQ. Not Jet. Jet makes it, but Hunter yeah. Lawrence doesn't. Um, and then obviously Francis makes it out of the LCQ. But that was just talk about the shittiest way to start your championship day not the most comfortable way to start the day that's for sure no but he still had you know making it out of the lcq he just had to get in the main and we'll we'll get into that because that's its own juicy (sighs) that's its own juicy story yeah Um, 450s uh obviously weren't split uh east Mm -hmm. and west but they were just uh first heat second heat um davalos again he's a start champ just launches everybody needs to learn they need to get tomac hooked up with davalos and just just teach him teach him his you think ways it's the husky or you think it's davalos's form i don't know Does he have i a think slight davalos frame? is used to that 250 power and so now he's on a 450 he's like well rocket yeah, ship he's like unfair advantage i got this thing yeah so i, I mean he's a he's a beast yeah, i didn't have too much in the heats but i have a a barsha moment that i I want to hit on. Go for it. Did you see it when he fucking cases that tabletop? Uh, dude, you got to watch it. I don't think dude, I so did. He's like going slow. He kind of misses a section, but he's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> just like you could like see him kind of like, I think I could still make it. And then just like, and he like seat bounces it. And then like in the air is like stretching his upper body, doing everything he can <laughs> to try to make it, dude. And then just lands. Like he used to on two fifties, just square. But like he just had no momentum coming into it, (laughs) so he just comes down on this tabletop, dude. 
so rough. It was just so bad. I mean, he rides and does off. that wreck him? He rides off on it. He's okay, but it's just one of those, you know, just a a gut puncher. It's a nice video clip. It's a great it's just, just like entertaining. I got this. Yeah. And then just panic revs it and cases the shit out of it. He gave that 450 a little too much that credit. That was the highlight of my 450 night was and this is nothing against Barsha, but that was just he just really goes for it and does not does not make it happen. Yeah. Um all right, let's hop let's hop into the mains. Uh lots of juicy stuff mm. to talk about here. Uh we'll get into the 250 East West main. Whew. I did not expect I did not expect what, what occurred. How about you? you? Did you expect any of that? Ugh. The Forkner crash? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he go I mean, like again. I mean, you're thinking you're thinking it's going to be this. I, I as much as I can hate on Forkner, and I don't yeah. you know, I don't hate the guy. Let's yeah. get real. Like I just, you know, he's not my favorite guy. But you want it to be a yeah. duel. You as much as you don't want like you um I'm not a fan. I still want him to have that epic duel with Ferrandis to end the season. Yeah. And we didn't get that. And uh, way he came short that. Yeah. on a little section and did <laughs> just like Jet Lawrence um, uh, in seasons past where he just rode the nose Ugh. right into the face of a turn. Yeah, yeah that was brutal. Um, so yeah. Forkner out. Forkner out. Red flag. Restart. Early in the heat. Which, yeah, that's like to your point. This is the last round of the entire season and you red flag the start, and the dude that's in the championship lead is the one that goes down to cause it all. So it was just like, did not see that coming, to your point, regardless of what we've talked shit on Forkner today. You never want to see a dude go down like that, and he did not get up. Like, he stayed down for a minute, obviously, why they red flagged it. So he does that, though. If he goes down, if he goes down, Forkner stays down most of the time. Well, you think, did he, you think where he saw, he was, like, waiting to see where uh, Ferrandez got, like, from it all, and he's like... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stay down here and make sure. Don't think that didn't <laughs> didn't cross my mind. Like, I wish the best for him, and I yeah, feel no, that even hey. saying this. But I'm like, if this fool gets up after the red flag and he's just skipping starts off. skipping over to his bike, I'm going to I have a brain same, aneurysm. I had the same question: Can you cause a red flag and then be like, "No, I'm good. I'm ready to go," and actually participate back in the race? Or are you done if you're the reason the red flag? If that's allowed, that's the move. That yeah, you get a bad move. start. And I, 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 I have a feeling it can't be legal because people would just do that. Like, well, got a crap start. Let me just red flag this real yeah. quick. And then be like, yeah, I have a broken back, but just I'll finish pull it. pull a soccer player move. Pull a soccer <laughs> player move where you like roll on the <laughs> yeah. ground for like a while and then like pretend like you can't walk. They give you the penalty kick and you're like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I, I can kick this one. Okay, I'm good. I can kick yeah. it now. Yeah. No, to your point, you know, thoughts, thoughts and vibes out to Forkner. Hope he has a speedy recovery. But genius Totes. move, man. You do what you got to do. Get that win. <laughs> but anyways, he does not. He does not get back up. Does not get back up. Um, and then the 250 mains go. Uh, feel bad for old McElrath, the one shot he had. <laughs> Think of beating Sexton. He gets the whole shot. He's out in front. He's gapping. And then restart. Restart. You don't get that now. But then. Jet gets yeah. another sick whole shot. Why does he make it look so good? Because he gets super yeah. far back, he gets all he, his body is moving while he's uh, doing a like. When he gets a whole shot, that kid is so far back on the seat; it's like his butt is straight up scraping the end of the rear fender, yep. and he's moving around. Yeah. You know, it's animated, and he's way up front. He's never like just a nose. Yeah. Is he wasting some energy? Yes, but does it look sick? A hundred percent. It looks good, and it looks good in pictures. And Geico's like, "Yeah, no, yeah." That was my that was my That's favorite part sell of the some race. Insurance. I don't know why I get so jazzed when that dude gets out in front of the whole shots, but every time I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool. It's cool because he's yeah, he's young yeah. and exciting, man. We want to see him win. Gets the people going. And he's an Aussie, you know. He's a cool the Aussie. Hot tub interview scene and stuff, dude. I'm just I'm all in. He's got the flavor. I'm on the. He's, he's got, got the flavor. The flavor. And he's a total hype beast too. He's yeah. kind of an outlier, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of like a Jason Lawrence. <laughs> Jason Lawrence, I, are you kidding? Jason Lawrence, Jason Anderson. <laughs> My God, throwing it back. Um, did you see he did the double nose swap? Throwing it way back when he came in just to like be a dick. Like you know they're what so did he do? when they were doing the COVID testing, 
You know, they put the oh. one thing down your nose. He was like saying that everyone, he said everyone's being like pussies about it. So he's like, do both. <laughs> so they did, him and Hunter both did both at the same time. And it's on his Instagram, dude. It's worth a watch. He's just like struggles through it though. He's like everyone else, and like whoever, you can tell the skilled people at sticking the nose swabs down. Like it's kind of effortless. Mm -hmm. His, this looks like they're just like kind of jamming it in there. <laughs> he just used a hammer yeah, to smack like him it in or something. Slide. They're kind of like, and, and then he's just like the whole time just looks like he's about to yak. It's pretty good. Yeah, that was that was the flavor of the week on everybody's Instagram. Was was everybody getting swapped for COVID? Like I've seen enough of these. Okay, I don't need to see everybody get swapped for COVID. Yeah, like every medical staff was posting about it. It's like we get it. You got swapped. Uh, um, so yeah, Jet, excuse me, Jet and McElrath have a battle, yep. short lived. Sexton takes advantage, ends up, uh, ends up sneaking by, no problem. Checks out, checks See out, ya. check you later. See you next year, two time champion. Yeah, he's going 450 now, right? Yeah, him and McElrath yeah, will have to go. I think I know they said McElrath has to go. Which yeah, um, Jet's already got a four fifty. I mean, not Jet. Um, Sexton's already got a four fifty ride. Honda. Uh, McElrath, yeah, on Honda. McElrath doesn't have a ride. Yeah. So is it going to be Roxon? Are they getting rid of Brayton, and then it's going to be Roxon and Sexton? I don't know the mix up for for who's going where for four fifties, but well, um, Sexton's on the factory, gonna be Honda, right? Okay. Yeah. They ain't, yeah he's going to be the HRC or whatever. Roxon, yeah. So. See your brain. No. No. So uh that's happening. Uh I don't know where McElrath will go, mm. but hopefully he's got somewhere to go. I have a feeling he might do better. On four fifties? On the four fifties. He's older too, right? Isn't McElrath kind of an OG? Yeah. But someone's I mean, you would think someone would come up with a ride for him, but yeah, eh, you don't know. I don't know. Might have to run a Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's worst case. You always get the backup option. Dude, it's uh it's crazy the four fifties to your point. A lot of these dudes like the T fifties kind of ripe with factory rides, you know? And there's like we said, there's seventy-four people on the Geico team alone. So it's like there's a lot of bikes yep. there. Um mm -hmm. but four fifties slim pickings. It's stable. Full stable. Yeah. Like you either bikes. get in and you rock it out, or it's kinda like, well, hope you enjoyed your career. Yep. It's like, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, you look at dudes like Plessinger and Hill and all these dudes that were just champions. And then it's like, okay, they're battling to see if they can get a ride on the second tier team. Like, yep. Plessinger's not going to be on Yamaha, man. I bet. Probably not. Happens real fast, yeah. though. I mean, there's just so many young, young cats <sighs> coming true. through the field that, yeah, there's not much room. I mean, they should not change that thing. People that ain't people to stay down 250 as long as they want, make that shit competitive as hell. Just get them on the Davalos plan. Yeah. Find the loopholes. Yeah. Especially if like those little dudes, like the little Martins, you know, they should never have to go for it. This is not even fair. Yeah. You never know though. Some some of those small it's guys true. handle 450 real well. Webb Web does good. He's a little baby boy. True. True dat. Um, and then we had uh so they and here's you know what? I'm so naive, man. I'm genuinely naive. I was like thinking genuinely thinking that they were going to just have an overall winner for the 250s like east west mm. like overall like a champion i like I, champions champion I went, and you know what and as i thought about this more i was like okay so this isn't how it's going to work out set both of the winners on the line mm. five laps Ooh, a battle royale neck and neck dude just just go at Ooh, each I other like that and then whoever wins that gets an overall yeah because what's funny is they call it. You still get your guess title. What they call it. You still get your title. Two fifty, East Coast West Coast shootout. But yet you're not actually at all competing with each other. You're just on the track at the same time. Very annoyed by that. Very annoyed. And I, I must say, like, yes, I'll. I'm completely ignorant to that fact, and I was very disappointed when I didn't see them do that. But then I was like, how do we do this? Why don't? Where's that Monster Energy money? Throw up mm -hmm. that million and put it mm -hmm. put it up for just the you know the the two guys to just battle it out. Hell, hundred thousand, yeah. whatever. Just put up some cash. Yeah. I like that idea. There's some serious markups on those monsters. I know they got the money. Yeah. I know pure they got profit. It. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Brandis. You know, there was no. 
no Forkner. So I think we all know how that Just went. Had to exist. We all know how that went. Um, definitely a shakeup. Uh, like I said, not as entertaining as I would have liked it to be. I would have liked Forkner and him to just duel. Yeah. I think Forkner might have put a dirty move on him at some yeah. point. Oh. You know, but that's just well, like my... you talked about. McElrath tried to do a little. Uh, he tried to hold up Sexton, so he was like, I think, going to mm-hmm. try to ride so slow that he pushed Sexton back into the pack. I think was kind of his strategy. I don't know, or so that he could compete, and then Sexton was just like. <sighs> All right, see you later. And then just like took off and left him alone. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a little little disappointed when it comes to that. Would have would have liked to seen these guys just duel it to the death. But... All around. 250 last few rounds West Coast was the peak of the year for me. It was the most entertaining stuff to watch. Just new stuff. So good. Nothing's predictable. No one has such a big lead that they can slow down. So all in all, Super duper pleased on the 250 West Coast stuff. We got we got some great entertainment out of it. So anybody who hates on, you know, having all those rounds at Salt Lake City. The 250 West was was definitely the highlight. That was a lot of fun to watch. And I know I was entertained. I'm gonna tell my grandchild about those those years someday about when Jet just got his start. That's right. Because he's gonna be the big name. Probably. Dr. Dr. Jet Lawrence. Dr. Jetson Lawrence. That's right. Jetavius is actually his full name. (laughs) Uh, 450s. Uh, Yeah, 450s. I almost almost forgot. There was a 450 race. And our boy, Dino with the hole shot. Dino with the holy. Huskies. Something to it. Even even when the seats fall off, they're still fast. They're still fast. Because they just rip the seats off. That's how fast yep. they are. Shout out to my buddy Brandon. He always brags about how cool his bike is. He's got a, a Husqvarna. And I was just now I at least have something to make fun of him for that. Yeah, well, seat bolts aren't good. That's why I wouldn't invest in one of those. Four seat So bolt. just remember when you're looking at dirt bikes, if you're really, if a big factor that you're looking for is seat bolt construction, maybe look at a different bike than a, a Husky. Maybe, maybe pass. pass on the Husky. Maybe pass on the Husky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Roxon goes down the first corner. Slides are out. Yeah, that track not was not great for old. A K-Rock. little dusty. Remember the first round, it got real dusty. And the second round, I'm like, oh, they've remembered how to water. And then this round, they're like, oh shit, we forgot. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the track. I must say, least favorite. Ooh, the last round. Least favorite round. I mean, besides the wet conditions, <laughs> that last round was. It was like a little go kart track. I mean, it just was so. I don't know. I did not care for it. It was it all the. All the turns were 180s. Yep. Everything was just nowhere to pass. Tight and I don't know. Got to give it to them though. They they made a bunch of different set you know layouts for what was it seven different races. Yeah. So it's impressive. But still, I think that was my least favorite. Um, 450 mains though. Uh, K Rock washes out. Osborne kills it with a W. Although I think Tomac wasn't really pushing it. You know, nobody no. else was really pushing it to try to get him for that win. Not to, not to discredit no, Osborne. No, no. He's been yeah, killing yeah, he it for really the, all these rounds. He does so well. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, what did Tomac got? What? Yeah, he third got third in the main. No, 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 he got no. Third in the it main. Was all husky, all husky podium. Was it fourth? Yeah, he got yeah, somewhere yeah. He just, got outside. just outside. Of it, but it was Osborne, uh, Anderson, Wilson, I think, or okay. Wilson Anderson, one of those three. But yeah, it was okay, all but, all husky podium. I think Anderson got third because his wow. seat fell off, and then he couldn't hold up. Uh, couldn't hold up uh, Osborne after that. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah, poor seat design again, biting him. You don't think about uh, seat but bolts, then, uh, but that's that, what champions champions bikes have strong seat bolts. Put some, put some uh, Loctite on them mm-hmm, bolts if you mm-hmm, got a husky. Mm-hmm. Now, does Anderson do excessive butt bouncing on the seat? Yes. He's very hard on his seat. His, his of jersey, all the riders that are hard on his seat. His jersey tucking and his seat both take a beating. Yeah, that's true. And then to, that that I mean uh, that's all Tomac needed though. He takes yeah. the the championship overall. Daniel Blair with a fun fact: um, first Supercross champion that's also a father. Every other champion that's ever won was not a father at the time that they won. Really? Yeah. 
first ever father first to win the championship. Now, a lot of those people have since become fathers after they were after they won. But no yeah, season yeah, winner at the time was a father at the time. And was it also on Father's Day? Yes. Yes, it was. Wow, that's special. That is really special. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nikki also as his first Father's Day. So not a supercross champion, but you still produced yeah, a life. I'm, I'm definitely not. So congrats. <laughs> I did. Yeah, that's actually part of the reason why we're late on this episode, but that's beside the fact. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a good first Father's Day. It was it was rad. Uh, I got to hang with my little one. He got his first uh, pool day, so he's swam mm. for the first time. Mm. Talk about nerve wracking. Dump, dunk your dunk your uh, six month old under the water. That's uh, that's a, a little nerve wracking. I will tell you that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. But he was good. He was good. He he made it through. Only cried a little bit. So, but yeah, man, he's a champion. Non-eventful 450 main Father's Day. Tomac takes yeah. it. I think everyone in the sport. Again, he's like. I think there was also some stats there around like no one's been in the sport that long to finally win. You know, like with the amount of podiums he has to not have a like a championship is pretty pretty crazy. So to see him finally put it all together to not have a meltdown of any sort, it was really cool. He deserves that. No if ands or buts. He does. He would he would have had a guarantee if a long time ago if he just got decent starts. That guy, he needs to just get solid starts and he would just there'd be no doubt he'd he'd be gone. Hundred percent. But great racing. Uh we appreciate you guys uh sticking with us through all that. This has been kind of a because there's been so much racing, it's been hard to stay on top of it. So sorry for the delay on getting this episode out. But um, yeah, we'll we'll be covering the outdoors as soon as those get started, um, and we'll have some coverage of uh, what what goes on with the outdoors. I mean, I I haven't heard a whole ton of news about what the schedule is going to be like, but it's going to be funky. It might be short. We got like we got like some time off, so there's there's going to be a little bit of time in between. Then I uh, highlighted in the last episode, we've got some interviews lined up. Yes. With just some awesome guests. So it's going to be shaken up. This was never intended to just be a coverage of Supercross and outdoors. So we're we're going to just sit down with some rad people in the sport. So I, we're very excited v about excited. that. So we will have, yeah, we'll be excited uh, as the youngins say. It's TikTok, they say it on uh, TikTok. So, so yeah, stay tuned for those. They, we've got some, we got some good stuff coming up. Before we move on from Supercross, one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to throw a big shout to our Aussie brethren, Chad Reed, his final rodeo. Yes. Yes. I almost yeah. forgot that. Drink it, booty, for you might. <laughs> Got to work on that a little bit. But yeah, no, man, it was cool. I mean, like, I teared up a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. Such it's a cool huge. Dude. I mean, anybody who's been following the sport for that long, I mean, for for as long as he's been in it, Chad Reed has been such a huge staple in this. And even though in the last few seasons, he hasn't been a top podium guy, he has for so long. And I don't know how many of you know just how difficult that is, but it's, it is amazing that he's had as long of a career as he's had top 10 in that last race too. Yeah. I mean, he still would sneak in podiums every now and then. And then even a lot of the outdoors. I mean, Supercross is rough on you, but like the outdoors, that guy was still hanging out, hanging it out uh, within the last few years and like getting decent finishes. So, I mean, hats off to Chad Reed. That He's so impressive. Tough SOB. The sport will miss him. He was a, a true icon. So I think that was pretty cool to see that. Super bummer he didn't get to do that in person. Because I think that's just one of those things that he was a you know man of the people, and I think everyone was a big fan of his. And towards the end, it was more for the fans than I think for his own racing career. So I think he deserved to have the fans there, and I hope they figure out a way to do that next year and to celebrate him. I could see him doing some some booth stuff with Ricky, kind of the new version of mm-hmm. Jeff Emig and Ricky kind of thing. Um, so so hopefully that that happens. I don't know, but he's yeah, just huge shout out to the to the Reedy boy. Yeah. Yeah, no, he'll definitely be missed. So, 22, he'll never be forgotten, man. All right. So, uh, let's dig into uh, this next segment, you guys. We uh, had previewed it last episode. Movies in moto. Uh, We're, like I said uh, previously, diving into some of the dopest flicks 
in motocross history. This one goes way back, way back. and also does not age super well. <laughs> uh, as I, <laughs> I, uh, I remembered it a little differently yeah. uh, when I was younger, and I guess um, with fresh eyes, uh, it is a little rough around the edges. Uh, what, what, were your, what were your first thoughts on the Terra Firma 1? Yeah, Miles? you know, I think when you say like 1994, it doesn't sound that long ago, but I was five when this was produced, and the sports uh, video production budgets were a bit lower than maybe my childhood memory remembers yeah i think what we had to compare it to was not much so <laughs> i mean what was this that movie's 90 early 90s 94. so the technology is a bit behind uh the footage is uh you know uh pretty dark <laughs> and <laughs> you can't tell what's going on in a lot of the the uh the shots no, I'm not going to discredit it. I mean, this is the this is the foundation of motocross films, and even though most of what a lot of people know are like Instagram videos that are taken on phones that take, I think, a thousand times better footage than anything that's on this movie. But uh, there was a lot of character. Oh. I mean, there's a lot of character yeah, in this yeah, movie. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. It's the people. You know, that's what really sells this film is just the motorcycle personalities. Yeah. Even just like the the Doug Henry, I think it was the opening scene, you know, where they go up yeah. into his little house and he like just does little personal track riding. It was a simpler time, you know, for the video. It was a simpler time when you could open up a movie with your wife having a list of <laughs> Doug's chores. <laughs> and riding is the only thing on the chores list. And one of them is riding. Uh, it reminds me of something that you and I may have made growing up when we had our first video yeah. cam. And it's something you never showed anybody because it's kind of embarrassing because the acting is so yeah, bad yeah, yeah. and it's just like poorly edited. That's 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 what this one was like. But they did put it out <laughs> uh, to the masses and it was sponsored by yeah. Fox. Uh, so it was a big deal. But um, the spirit of the movie is rad. Uh, I had to note that every single jump in that first scene on Doug Henry's property looked so sketchy like he was just gonna grenade the bike into the ground there's like big triples yeah. out there and he comes up and it's like how he should land but the bike looks like it's imploding yeah like and i think that's just like the outdated technology and bikes just work so much better i mean i know that's what it is but damn it Riding supercross tracks back in the early 90s was a very rough, violent experience. Uh, experience. Yeah. yeah. And like the tracks were almost gnarlier. I mean, like not really like the stuff people are comboing now is way crazier. But like to your point, there's just eight vertical peaks per straightaway that he has. And then he's just. It, he doesn't the up the ability to change the angle of the bike in the air was not as impressive back then. If that makes any yeah. sense, like they're coming yeah. down kind of flat, and like their ability to scrub or whip or or point the front end down just doesn't seem as tuned. And I don't know if that's bike or rider experience, but yeah, it's like if the guys now do those big like triple on to like a like a flat top situation yep. where they completely case it. That's what these guys look like, but they had a landing. It's like a perfect landing, but the suspension just. Got destroyed <laughs> every time. One of my biggest takeaways from all the writing scenes um, is, you know, just a question of what happened to the chest protector. Do you think they went under the jersey? They went under the jersey, man. They true. got the soft I guess, ones uh, now. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is it that we use different soils? You know, we're not riding as much rocky terrain, or is this just not necessary? Yeah, I I think it's I think it's really just they didn't have the ability to make the super nice like under the jersey. I don't know, dude. Grandpa foam, had that sick like, ass like hockey gear he used to wear under his. You remember that? Yeah, but he also <laughs> didn't give a shit about what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, dude, he had like I mean, OG like old dudes uh, in moto like zero aesthetic. Yeah, they did not care. Grandpa just it's looked like, like he was does it built his shit. You know what I'm saying? He just looked like he was just lifting some weights in between motos. But really, yeah. it was hockey that, like gear. military yeah. body. 
He could probably have gone just shirtless and he would have yeah. been fine, but he chose to wear gear. Skin you know, of just, leather. Just because people told him. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good takeaways. I mean, uh, one of the one of the early shots, I mean, a lot of these early moto movies, they were shot in the dunes. I mean, that was just like the thing. It's, you got the dunes. <laughs> everybody's at the dunes. <laughs> Uh, but they kind of added some cool, like, artistic aspects. So there's, like, close-up shots of flowers yeah. that they splice yep. in yep. there. And the music was, man, um, they kind of hit their stride in the later Terraformas, but this first one was pretty I rough. I think it, this it was sets like us some... up really well for Terraforma 2 and 3, though, because there's some great things. Yeah, 2 and 3, I think, are the ones that I remember the most of the music from. Uh, this one had a few good tracks. Don't you know don't quote me on like oh it's all crap but i mean there's some weird some melodic there's some weird like sludgy <laughs> like metal stuff that goes on and you're just kind of like uh, yeah. i don't know i'm yeah. just not really feeling it i did like the really slow there's motion a lot of uh music that was uh god whose part was, was that it ezra lust um, when he's riding his practice you know, it was doug henry's late in the movie slow motion mm. scene or it's a pretty long long part but it's all slow-mo yeah. and it is great and i think we should bring back slow motion to to, <laughs> to be honest movies. i think we're gonna hear really this do. theme we're gonna talk about the scene throughout terraforma two and three but i just feel like they did a really good job of the slow-mo back in the day you know like that was the one editing tool that they really they knew how to play that in and they to your point it was a bit of uh, almost romantic at times you know a slow melodic mm -hmm. jam and a dude just doing a a one leg off half whip type of turn down and I kind of want someone to play with my emotions a little bit. I don't want it to be nonstop, just like hype, you know, like GoPro commercial. I want to, I want to have some, you know, some slower totally. times and some, some times to reflect yeah. on, on what's yeah. really going want, on with I the footage. I want some Metallica and I want some Ezra Lusk hucking some stuff in the dunes and like footage of a bonfire and like chicks doing beer bongs, you know, like I want some of those scenes, but then I want you to take me mm -hmm. with some close ups of flowers. And a nice slow totally. jam, totally, and a yep. and a love story between yeah, a love story of a man and his in his cycle and just the journey. Yeah, you don't get one without the other. And I think that yeah. this movie gives I fully us this. support that. Yep, yeah, uh, and we'll we'll see a lot more of that when we when we do some of the other video breakdowns. I'll say this: the scene that makes this movie and that will live in infamy forever, and they kind of use it as an interlude between the other scenes. And this is the one I do remember from childhood. I already know. What you know gonna what I'm going to say. It's well, yeah. Well, you ruined it. But um, it's Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ricky, Travis, and Bubba in the camper, just shooting the shit. You know, just talking about their favorite it's parts. Epic. Um, my favorite part is when they ask them a question of what's your favorite feature on a track, and do you remember what Ricky says? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. I was thinking you were going to say a different okay. part. I mean, there's a lot. He what says, does he say? They says, um, my favorite thing on a track is a long tabletop where you can just get wicked. <laughs> like, <laughs> the word wicked gets dropped so much. And they're just like goofy little 12-year-olds, dude. It's so good. Did you... <sighs> okay, a couple notes on that. Carmichael's responses through all of these are so much more poetic than everybody else's. <laughs> like, everybody's are super simple, and then it gets to Carmichael, and he's like, he was meant to be on yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. It's like he is instantly in a, in a like, major motion yeah, yeah. picture, and he this is yeah. his time. Because he, did you hear, because what I thought you were going to say was his response about the ice cream. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> and it's like, Travis is like, you know, I like it basic. I like vanilla. And then uh, James Stewart says chocolate. And then and then Carmichael's like, you know, where I'm from, we have Dairy Queen. <laughs> and it's like he starts <laughs> this whole story. He's like, like they don't have Dairy Queens other yeah. places. And he's just, they have Dairy Queen. And, you know, you can get the vanilla with the chocolate and this other <laughs> thing. Nothing better than that. It's like no everybody's was so simple, but he's like, I'm gonna break it yeah, down no, for does. you and I'm gonna tell you all about this little thing called He is Dairy a storyteller, dude. Even from a young age, he was he was clearly had the gift. 
Yeah, and my other note about him is that he's also been the same age his entire life. Yeah. Like, he straight up does not look like a kid. He looks the same age. <laughs> like, he's just a so miniature true. version of who he is as a grown man. And he talks the same. I don't, like, there, there's no, like, oh, this is young Ricky Carmichael, where he's, like, kind of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, younger kids usually are, like, there's a big difference between young young Travis Pastrana yeah, and, like, true. where he is I now. Or, like, that. James Stewart is, like, a night and day difference than he is, you know, back then. Carmichael... You could put those like right now, like this, the things he says, he could have said then and now it's almost exactly the same. Clip the audio out from that and you could dub it over like a super cross race tomorrow and it would work. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. James is like clearly the goofy little kid. And then Travis kind of, I don't know, dude, this is before his freestyle career. He's kind of a square in this clip. Yeah. Maybe he got sick of that yeah, life. You could tell, right, when he started the freestyle thing. He's like, I'm tired of this race and shit. But yeah, he, he seems really like kind of not as entertaining as I thought he'd be, considering his later hijinks. Maybe he saw that footage That's and was when like, he knew you know he had what? a I gotta change. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do Ricky this. Ricky Carmichael sounds more interesting than me, dude. I'm going to start throwing backflips in races. That's just... Yeah. That's now That's my, my thing. That's now my career. Yeah. Uh, I've got a few other notes about uh, terra firma because uh, we're we're getting close to the end of this episode. We've been we've been running on for a little while, but uh, we had a lot to cover. So uh, the 94, 1994 125 Pro National mm, section. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, back in these old movies, they would show crash footage that was so gruesome, and this one is no exception. Mm-hmm. They show some of the worst crashes I've ever seen to this day. Um, I just had a note here, and this is how I felt about like that whole supercross section. It starts off great, it's like dudes racing, and of course it's sketchy because they're on 125s and it's outdoor nationals. But it's like watching actual war footage. Like guys are getting taken out. <laughs> There's just guys swapping and just hitting the dirt harder than anything I've seen to this day. I mean, it's just so not real deal. There's one where the guy's pushing the bike off the track after a guy swapped off the face of like some big jump and he's pushing. It's like a, it's like a track guy or maybe that guy's pit guy or whatever. And he's pushing the bike off the track after they just showed the crash, which was super bad. Pushing the bike off the track, a guy comes up and just completely nails that guy's butt like the bike while he's pushing it so they both just like (sighs) smash uh completely t-boned him it was it was nasty it was rough yeah they they threw in some fight clips you know some dudes throwing blows on each other right at the end too i was trying to figure out who that was because i think it was doug henry but i i was one to i don't know part of me was thinking it was like early early deegan that he was getting in a fight with but I don't know. I think it was one of the pro circuit, pro circuit dudes that he was that he was rolling around with. I'll have to do some research and figure out who that was. I gotta know. I gotta know who was in that <laughs> brawl. That's our job. We gotta bring these people to deets. <sighs> research. We gotta do some research. Last thing. Last little notes on this. We have to, guys. We have to bring skits back to motocross. There's a skit in the end of this one. There were skits mm. in the end of the Krusty Demon oh, series crusty. that were just pure gold. Um, and we're definitely, we're definitely going to get into the Krusty Demon movies because uh, those are some of the best motocross flicks of all time. You know, Terra Firm is great in its own right, but Krusty mm. Demons were. I think I, I think we might have to hop stuff. to Krusty next time, and then come back yeah. to the later yeah, Terra we'll Firm. But it anyways, good. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, but anyways, they all had these the these skits, and in this one, there's an Elvis yes. cameo. And I, I don't know who the writer is that comes out and acts like Elvis. And so it's a very weird thing. Um, I guess maybe it's my nostalgia that like, yeah. completely justifies that this is all necessary. Um, but uh, skits are awesome. They, they're so cool in, in, uh, in moto movies. I think it breaks up the monotony of just continual footage. And they're funny as hell yeah. if they're done right. Yeah, dude. I agree. 100%. Now, with our modern technology, would it seem even cornier? Yes. And would I be okay with it? Also, yeah. I think as much as people make fun of it, it's still good publicity. Even the, even the Doug Henry so. and his wife feeding him an apple and Gatorade stuff was actually, like, and waking him up in bed was probably part of the most entertaining parts of this movie. A little intro skit. So. 
Truly. Yeah, I agree Truly, with you. Truly, honestly. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> excuse me, burping. <laughs> Just the shoots. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up, you guys. Uh, that, uh, what are we? This is episode, episode four. Episode four, like 23. Um, something. Yeah, episode four, you guys. Thank you for uh, checking this episode out. I know it's a long one. Uh, we're going to be back next time with a really rad interview. Uh, I won't give it away. No spoilers yet. Um, thanks again for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Moto Delivered, the monthly subscription box for those who ride. Check them out, motodlvrd.com. Get yourself signed up. Um, and until next time, we'll uh, check you guys later. See ya.